Hi, everyone. This is just a little pre-episode shout out to all of you who submitted reviews on Apple Podcasts on August 2nd. It's so wonderful to get feedback on the show, and your demonstrated interest is vital to bumping up the visibility of the podcast and getting the word out to others who might benefit. If you missed getting your review posted last week, you haven't missed your chance to support the show. Proof of ongoing interest keeps us moving up the ranks, so subscriptions and reviews are extremely helpful anytime. And speaking of extremely helpful, I've already started sessions with a few of you who were randomly selected for free consultations, and they've been great. I know the kinds of challenges faculty writers face, but it's so helpful to hear firsthand the challenges you're currently facing and the topics that are most pressing for you. And I also love hearing how you're reacting to the show, so much that I want to offer an invitation. From August 30th through September 10th, I'm going to make time slots in my schedule available to listeners. For a limited time, I'll post my schedule on our webpage and give you the opportunity to sign up for a free 30-minute writing consultation. I do have other things going on, people, so I can't clear my entire calendar, but you can claim any individual open spot. This is, of course, first come, first serve, so if you're interested, I recommend that you act quickly. To access my schedule, go to 100writingmistakes.org and click on the Coaching, Workshops, and Promotions tab. Once you sign up, I'll send you suggestions about how you might prepare for our session. I'm looking forward to meeting with you, but for now, on with the show. Hi, and welcome to 100 Writing Mistakes Academic Writers Make and How to Fix Them, a podcast for academics and other writers who need to get work done. I'm Stephanie Dunson, PhD, a writing coach and consultant with over 20 years of experience working with faculty at some of the nation's top colleges and universities. My aim in making this podcast is to help you name your challenges and make adjustments that will allow you to develop a sustainable and meaningful writing routine. In each episode, I'll focus on one of what I've observed to be the 100 most common writing challenges faculty members face. Then I'll offer proven fixes that you can adapt to your particular writing routine. Although some of the challenges are unique to academics, most will be familiar to writers of all stripes. Alrighty then, let's get started. Mistake number seven, mismanaging the start of the school year transition. So has it happened yet? Have you had that holy cow, where did the summer go moment? Are the long days of summer giving away to the creeping angst of August? Listen, if you're feeling calm and collected about the looming start of the semester, lucky you. You can probably stop listening and keep on keeping on. But if you wonder how you'll manage all you plan to do over the summer and all you need to do before the start of the semester... If you feel like you're only starting to get into a writing groove just as those pre-semester emails are starting to trickle in, in short, if you're concerned about the effect the transition to the school year will have on your writing routine, stay tuned. The summer break is winding down. So how did you do? Were you able to stick to your summer writing plan? Are you going to reach your goals by the start of the semester? Whether the past few months were boom or bust for your writing workload, the start of the school year will soon be upon you. How do you make a constructive transition? In other words, when trying to sustain your writing routine through and beyond the start of the semester, what's the fix?
When it comes to writing productivity, five A's can help you make the transition from summer break to the school year and help you continue a productive writing routine. What are the five A's, you ask? They are assess, assort, assemble, assign, and assert. First, assess. It's time to have a reckoning regarding what you'd hope to get done over the summer and where you are now. If you exceeded your summer writing goals, hats off to you, and please, no gloating. Maybe you got into a writing groove that ended up being super productive for you, or perhaps you were just really successful in laying out and sticking to your original summer work plan. Whatever the reason, well done. The trick now is not to get complacent in assuming that you'll effortlessly be able to carry that routine into the school year. Think about what worked, why it worked, and how it will need to be adjusted to keep you on task once the semester starts. Even if your routine feels sustainable now, there's no harm in having a plan B. If you've kept on pace and are likely to meet your objectives before the start of the semester, excellent. Keep your writing practice going by reflecting now on your next set of goals. Think about the impact the demands of the school year might have on your routine and your focus and decide what adjustments you'll need to make to stay on track. If it looks like you'll fall short of your summer writing goals, you'll probably want to recalibrate your target for these last few weeks of the summer. If you're off your expected pace, but your end goal is within sight, you might opt to dig in your heels and make a push to get the job done. To be clear, this is not an approach I actively advocate, but as an emergency fix, it might be necessary. A more manageable approach would be to figure out what you can still realistically get done in the remaining amount of time at your disposal and move on to the next A. That is, assort. Separate your work into two categories writing that must get done in the next few weeks, and writing that can be set aside and managed once the school year starts. Use that determination to guide your efforts over the next few weeks. Actually, regardless of whether or not you met your summer goals, this is a great use of your remaining summer work time to assort your remaining or upcoming writing tasks into separate categories of effort. Then articulate in as much detail as you can what needs to be done to attend to each one as a kind of to-do list. By articulating discrete steps now to anchor your school year writing routine, you'll have a more solid plan for maintaining your productivity as you progress into the semester. The next A is to assemble, another great use of the remaining weeks of the summer break. The objective here is to gather as many of the materials and resources as you'll need to have on hand to fuel your writing once the semester starts. You can also consider assembling a team to help support and sustain your writing practice throughout the year. This might be a writing group you meet with routinely to keep you accountable to your writing objectives. It might be a writing team, a group of fellow faculty you meet with regularly for shared writing sessions to reinforce your productivity. And you can also assemble writing allies, colleagues with whom you discuss your writing objectives who can advise you on navigating the semester, a chair who understands your aspirations who might help you manage competing departmental duties, or even family and friends who can support and reinforce your stated directives, even help you manage the logistics of getting writing done. Assigning requires a commitment to what your summer writing routine is transitioning to, and it begins with a calendar, ideally one that allows you to see the next four months at once. Plug in your teaching schedule, along with any conferences, travel, or deadlines that you're committed to. 
and then lay out your writing schedule. Whether you plan to write daily once a semester starts or at particular intervals, put those blocks on your calendar for the entire semester. Maybe the idea of registering writing time like this is nothing new for you. And if in the past you've been able to maintain your writing routine in this way, this is just par for the course. But there's a problem for most of us. With teaching demands, meetings, departmental duties, it's so easy to barter those writing blocks away. That leads us to the final A, asserting. The reason to enter your writing time on your schedule right after registering your teaching, travel, and deadlines is to reinforce the idea that writing time should be just as immovable as those other features of your calendar. No matter how busy your week gets, you still show up in the classroom on the days and at the times you teach, yes? And you'd never think of scheduling a meeting on a day when you know you'll be away for a conference, right? Writing blocks should be just as definite, as immovable, as sacrosanct. Once writing time is on your schedule, you should consider yourself unavailable during those periods for anything else and for nothing other than your own writing. No emails, no course planning, no grading, no student meetings. Banish from your personal lexicon the phrase, well, that's generally my writing time, but... Once you assign those writing times, you are simply not available to anyone or for anything other than writing. Another feature of asserting that carries throughout the school year is setting limits on other obligations. Once a school year starts, it's just easy to be pulled into additional projects, commitments, and causes that eat into your schedule. Sometimes these are important causes or valuable opportunities, but they're often things we're pulled into mainly because we feel compelled to say yes. So now's the time you should start preparing yourself to say that trickiest of all two-letter words, no. If you're coming up on an important milestone like tenure review or book completion, you should, at least temporarily, make no your default setting. If your junior faculty feeling uncertain about the departmental cost of saying no, it's yet another good reason to look to a more senior colleague or department chair before the semester to get their suggestions and support. Let your chair know that you're pushing for the completion of a demanding writing project. Assure him or her that you want to carry your weight but also need to preserve your writing time and ask for their guidance. Check in with a more senior colleague you trust to get advice on navigating opportunities that may arise and get their take on which causes are worth taking on. And it's best to do this before the school year so that you can understand your obligations and draw your boundaries in advance. So those are the five A's, assess, assort, assemble, assign, and assert. But not to overextend the whole A trope, there's actually a sixth, that is to ask. But in fairness, this one has less to do with this summer's transition to the school year than it does with this school year's transition to next summer. While the summer is still winding down, Ask yourself what you want to make sure you remember next year when you're planning your summer work. What worked well to support your writing efforts over the past three months and what disappointed? How effective were you at laying out a realistic plan for the break? What were your blind spots? What were the exceptional conditions? What would you have done differently and why? Set aside your earlier expectations and try to name the things, the practices, the places that really had an impact on your productivity, for better or worse. 
Even if the answers are obvious to you now, it's a mistake to assume you'll remember them in eight months. Write them down now, make a list, pen a letter to yourself and tuck it away in your calendar to retrieve next year. I guarantee that come next May, you'll be glad you did. Well, that's today's episode. If this mistake applies to you, try out this fix and let me know how things worked out. Remember, all of the fixes I offer are meant to be flexible interventions. There may be ways you apply my suggestions that look different from what I've described, but that work for you. In that case, it's always terrific to hear the ways you adapt a fix that makes it a more meaningful match for your particular writing routine. Also, I'd love to get you involved in the podcast. Let me know if you have a story or a solution you'd like to share for an upcoming episode. And don't forget to check my August 30th to September 10th schedule to see if you can sign up for a free writing consultation. Go to 100writingmistakes.org and click the Coaching, Workshops, and Promotion tab. If you found this episode helpful, give the show a positive rating on your pod platform of choice. Even better, subscribe to automatically receive new episodes every two weeks as soon as they're posted. This will really help get the word out about the series. Also, spread the news about the podcast to colleagues and friends you think might benefit because faculty are the most underserved writers on any college campus. And with your help, I want to change that.